Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 26th of July and as usual with all the information contained in this video or podcast, it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation. If you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slides here and read our disclaimer in full and if you're listening on a podcast, head on over to the website and read our disclaimer there. Well, another positive night on Friday for the US markets and globally markets as well, picking up with pan-European stocks 600 hitting record highs as well. We had the Dow closing above 35,000 for the first time ever, up 238 points or 0.68%, 35,062. The Nasdaq up 1.04%, 152 points, 14,000. 837 looks like it's closing in there on the 15,000 level and the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle but only just today up 44 points to 44.12 up 1.01% so doing pretty well interestingly though the VIX only fell 2.77% so not much shaking on the trees there for the VIX index our SPY futures up 22 points as of Saturday morning, but of course that doesn't take into account the weekend news on COVID. So it will be interesting to see how the market does react to that, uh, given the numbers over the weekend and given the fact that we're probably heading for a much longer lockdown, certainly in New South Wales, Victoria and Melbourne look to have uh, been on top of this. Uh, But of course we have had some super spreader events over the weekend, so that's going to make life a little bit interesting as well. In terms of commodities on Friday, we had Brent crude up 0.42%, $0.31 to $74.10 US and WTI up 16 cents or 0.22% 72.07 gold pretty much unchanged down $3.60 so pretty quiet on the gold front down 0.2% iron ore also pretty quiet around $202 US a ton up 40 cents or 0.2%. In other metals, we saw copper up 0.9. Nickel had another good night up 2.7%. Aluminium up 0.6. Lead up 1.3. Lead down 1.2. Tin up 0.84. So all round, pretty good night for commodities. We had on the back of that BHP up around 1.1% and Rio up 0.84 of a percentage there. Aussie dollar, it's 73.49 at the moment, pretty much smack in the middle there. Uh, As far as uh, the S&P goes, you can see a pretty solid night from the S&P, pretty solid night from US markets generally and uh, closing pretty close to its highest, so setting us up without the uh, pandemic issues for a relatively good day today, but it would be a little bit muted perhaps, especially depending on what the numbers come out of New South Wales at 11 o'clock from Auntie Glad. Major stories overnight, Dr Fauci warns on path of COVID, nations set curfews and the U- he says the US is going in the wrong direction, <coughs> may need booster shots. Chinese crackdown makes Hong Kong index world biggest tech loser. And traders seek growth in emerging markets as recovery angst builds. Nancy Pelosi appoints uh, Kin Zinger 
to help investigate capital riots. That seems such a long time ago now. Qatar's top diplomat flies to Iran days after talks in the US. Bitcoin hits key level, not seen since May, as uh, Kathy Wood, uh, Musk, etc. boost Bitcoin in their uh, rhetoric. And Airbus has got a $5.3 billion Italian plane deal. <coughs> Excuse me. As far as markets go here and information here, not a lot on the economic front today. We've got New Zealand trade balance for June. Japan has got its July manufacturing and services PMI out today. 120 of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported. Of those, 88% have beaten estimates. And that pan-European stocks index has rallied 1.1%, hit a record high. Its biggest weekly gain since early May with BHP and Rio both doing pretty well in US ADR terms. Facebook surged 5.3%. On Friday, leading the FANG group, Alphabet up 3.4%, Apple and Microsoft each added 1.2%. And API, currently under takeover from West Farmers, is talking about asking for a full assessment of value and trying to slow the process down. Clearly, it wants to try and engage maybe with some other bidders rather than just Westpac. And Crown, front page of the AFR today, there could be a way out for Crown in terms of their Melbourne casino license decision, which could be delayed for 18 months, giving it time to mend its ways and change its business practices. Oil Search, ramping up the chat, says that Santos needs to up the offer to kickstart talks and tyro has issued its week number 71 update not that the update in itself is interesting it's more the fact that we have now had 71 weeks since tyro first updated the market about the impact on its business and its merchants that use its um facilities to process trade so week 71 that just gives you an idea i guess of how long we've been living with covid those that said it would be over by christmas clearly had the wrong year in mind linus today also quarterly activities report plenty of quarterly activity reports falling uh, today across the board and august being the big company reporting season but certainly july is the small technology and mining sector with their quarterly reports dropping linus today uh, is the first big one that i've seen sales revenue of 185.9 million closing cash 680 million and they've kicked off their process to get the production facility in Kalgoorlie sorted and Japara bid process could come to an ahead this week with two bidders doing due diligence for that question of the day today it seems an anathema really to see the market at all-time highs yet the New South Wales or at least Sydney economy absolutely shuttered and ghost town and deserted streets and the fact that we're going to see this lockdown extended today and many are now talking about at least august and maybe even into early september of this lockdown so there goes another trip for me that'll be six so um why is the market ignoring the delta variant and the rise in cases why are markets at record highs yet economies are sliding back down into lockdowns and restrictions not just in australia but also in europe and the US as well to some extent, although certainly the hospitalizations that we've seen and the deaths from a Delta variant and the fact that people are well and truly vaccinated elsewhere 
uh, are much, much, much lower. So that is obviously a good thing. But it'd be interesting to know your thoughts on why we are ignoring this. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. It's a great group. I know some of you hate Facebook, but there's still 3,500 people over there that don't hate Facebook quite so much. So head on over there if you're interested in interacting with other members, talking about things, asking questions, etc. Members helping members is the motto there. And I have to say, for a Facebook group, it is pretty well um, policed by myself and others. But also, more importantly, it is a nice, safe environment to ask questions etc so uh, don't be afraid head on over there and dive right in ask the analyst on friday at 5 p.m we're in lockdown in sydney so what else am i going to do this friday except spend an hour or so with you guys friday 5 p.m i'll put the link up on the website so you can register for that one so hope to get a couple of hundred of you along to that thanks very much for listening and have a great day